Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Dogcast. This is Ryan, one of your co-hosts. And this is Ashley, another co-host of the show. Today, we have some special guests. We have two of our co-workers who will be joining us, Ariana Amazola, a peer mentor, and Jocelyn Ramirez, our student assistant. And for this episode, we will be talking about the struggles of a first-generation student. So Ariana, Jocelyn, tell us about yourselves. Where do you come from and what do you do? And what are your plans for after graduation? Hi, everyone. So my name is Ariana. I'm excited to be here today. I look forward to sharing my experiences and hopefully helping anyone that's listening to um, understand that they're not alone and that there's help out there definitely if they're willing to go out and search for it. So I'm a first generation college student. I'm in my fourth year currently at Fresno State. I am majoring in psychology and I have a, I'm getting a minor in Spanish. I am also a peer mentor with TRIO Student Support Services program. I think I'm going to about two years that I've been a peer mentor with the program. So with that, I have discovered that my career interests are to be play a role in um, student services or student affairs in higher education. So after graduation, I plan to pursue the student affairs and college counseling program if I get accepted. So I've applied and we're just waiting on that admissions decision. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all for me. Thank you. Awesome. So if we could hear from Jocelyn too about your background and what you plan to do after uh, graduation. Hi, my name is Jocelyn. Thank you for having me. So I am also a first generation student. And just like Ariana, I'm also majoring in psychology, minoring in criminology. And I'm currently a third year here at Fresno State. And I'm planning on becoming a licensed marriage and family therapist or a school counselor. I haven't decided between those two yet, but I am planning to go to grad school, obviously, after next year. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you guys for joining us and thank you for being here. Uh, we really appreciate all the really nice um, stories that you're going to share with us, as well as your advice to the students who are listening to this podcast. So again, big thank you to both of you for being here. With that, we also want to go ahead and ask both of you a couple questions. So we definitely want to know how was your transition from high school to college as a first year student? And was it what you expected? So my transition from high school to college, I would say I'm very grateful because it was a smooth transition. During high school, my senior year, I had the opportunity to, at my high school, to be a participant of a dual program. So instead of attending first to second period at the high school, we would be we would commute to the community college and take a class there and then be transported back to the high school campus. But I think the reason why it was up to us to decide if, if we wanted to be a part of the program, but I definitely went out and gave it a shot because I thought this is my chance to get exposed somehow to that environment in a way. It was a community college and the community college system and the CSU system are completely different. But it was through that experience that I was able to learn about what a syllabus was and how to follow a course schedule when in high school, it's kind of like, okay, today we're going to do this when it's kind of in college, it's like you stick to a syllabus most of the time and um, you kind of go with that. So I think that helped me transition to my first year at Fresno State, although um in high school, I would just walk to school and at Fresno State, I had to commute 45 minutes every day, Monday through Friday. So that was completely not what I expected. I mean, I knew I had to drive, but 
the whole process of doing so was something that was very um, new to me. But um, fortunately, with that dual program, I was able to get some some type of um, firsthand experience on what to expect at the college setting. Aside from the experience, it was also, I had in this whole school year, I knocked down four courses. So that also kind of shredded off what I had to do every semester at Fresno State because I had already completed a certain amount of units. So that's why I was able to take four to five classes per semester instead of the 15 unit semesters in order to graduate graduate in four years. So I'm very grateful that now in retrospect, looking back, I'm like, oh, that was a good decision for me to make because I see how much it helped me during my undergrad. Awesome. That's well, I'm, I'm glad that you had a pretty smooth transition to, to college because a lot of people, unfortunately, you don't really, when they, when they get to, from high school to college, it's such a jarring experience. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to manage my own time. Like there's, there's no like, there's no bell to let you know what's going on and uh and and to go to college and see like oh wow it's oh it's like 10 50 i have to head my, ne my next class already that's I'm, I'm really glad that you had that experience and that you were able to find programs to support you in getting those experiences to to kind of get acquainted with it jocelyn what was your uh your transition like so for me it was a little bit harder i didn't participate in a dual program like ariana so it was kind of like I guess it was like a new world coming into a new world, having to manage my own time, learning like the difference between a high school classroom and a college classroom. So it was very difficult. And then I also had to move from where I'm from to Fresno because I, I can't drive. So I did have to be away from my family. So it was hard, you know, being freshly 18, moving away from your family and just having to fend for yourself. But there was definitely programs on campus that helped with the transition. Yeah, and you know, actually, um, I guess shameless plug the trio, not only because, you know, we work for it, but also because it's it's true. And um, trio is a program specifically dedicated to first generation students, at least the SSSP side of it. So in order to be part of a trio uh, program, the SSSP student support services program uh, on a university, usually the requirement is for as a first generation student uh, or some sort of academic need as like the bare minimum requirements. And a lot of a lot of the people we service in our program are first generation students. And as we'll talk about in our next question uh, of like what the struggles are of a first generation student, but TRIO tries to alleviate some of those struggles that, um, that a lot of first generation students go through, such as some of them are learning English for the first time, you know, in their lives, uh, because in high school they didn't, uh, they had Spanish combinations or they were English learning. And some people, they just don't know how to even use the college system, you know, like, like what is, like, who do you go to to talk about scholarships or, or financial aid? Um, what is FAFSA? I had to fill out FAFSA for the first time a few years ago. I was like, what in the world is FAFSA? So um, speaking of which of your struggles, uh, Ariana Jocelyn, what were your some what were some of your struggles as first generation students coming to a university for the first time? So for me, like you mentioned, FAFSA was um, a big struggle for me because my parents didn't go to college, so they didn't know what that was or like what any of the thought or what what any of the things meant on there. So it was up to me to kind of figure it out, and they were just there to sign the form, and I did everything else. So that I would say that was one of the biggest struggles and being afraid of like messing something up and not getting FAFSA the next year or something. But um, yeah, 
I definitely agree that Trio really did help with some aspects like that. Personally, my mentor, uh, my peer mentor, she really helped me. She always, whenever we met, she would always um, provide different services that Fresno State offered. And that made it easier to go and seek help. For example, I also struggled with, I guess, living off the, the extra financial aid that was given to me. So there was always like budgeting for food and stuff. But we have the student cupboard on campus and there's CalFresh for students. So that was really, really helpful um, because instead of worrying um, about my own money for food, there was that extra help that was there. So I didn't have to worry about that. So it was one less thing to worry about. Yeah, for me at the beginning, one of the first struggles that I remember encountering or facing was the commuting. So at the time I didn't have my license and um, we only had one car because I, I didn't have a license. Therefore, I didn't have my own car. And my mom took time, 45 minutes of her morning to take me to school and then drive back home. And then once the school day was over, she would drive back to Fresno and, and pick me up and drive back home. So I know definitely I had that strong family support. But what I didn't have was the family support system that shared the same experiences that I was facing with the obstacles that I was facing as a student. So I, I did have a strong support system at home, but I knew that once I got home, there was no one to ask, how do I fill out FAFSA? Or I don't have money for food at school. Like, where do I go? My parents were from a low income family, so I can't just ask every week, like, give me money for food, you know? So those were the the... I would say for a lot of people, there's struggles, but for me, it was like a learning opportunity. I had to take it like that was my reality and I had to learn how to manage it. And like how Jocelyn was saying, you you have to kind of find ways to to make it work. You know, she she was able to learn how to budget with her financial aid that was left over. And um, for me, another struggle was dealing with the discouragement of because I had to rely that first year on transportation. I, I felt guilty to say, oh, well, I actually want to stay for a club meeting that starts at 5 or 7 p.m. so that I can get some type of experience to add to my resume as a first year student, you know. So um, I felt disconnected from student opportunities of involvement on campus during my first year, especially because I felt like it's completely out of my means to be involved in any way because um, I don't have time. My parents don't have time to be dealing with extra, you know, hours away from home. So for me, Trio was one of those one-stop shops that provided multiple services. And later in the podcast, I'll get more into how Trio helped me navigate, especially during those times. I'm really glad you and Jocelyn also brought up about the financial aid um, because uh, as a college student, you, don't, you usually don't get reminded of those things, right? Like in high school, you usually have your counselor like, hey, you know, you need to fill in your FAFSA. This is where you need to go. Um, here are the people you need to reach out to. But in college, it's mostly like, hey, you, you need to be like aware, like when the deadline is. You need to um, put your part as well, you know, to reach out to these resources. 
And Ariana, I'm really glad you shared about the commuting. Sometimes a lot of friends don't have that person they could rely on transportation because, you, you know, they are young, right? Some of them uh, don't have their license yet or some of them are just scared. You know, that was that was me back then. I was scared to drive to Fresno. I've never been out there and it was my first time. So um, I was also worried about, um, you know, like gas, that the price um, I would waste like around $40 a week. And, you know, that was like my paycheck. And, you know, I was starting to also get stressed out. So I could definitely relate to that. Yeah, I to add on to the struggles. So during my first year, I can see that was the experiences I had during my first year. And so I was like working as hard as I can to pass my permit, get my license and try to find a way to get a car. And unfortunately, it was in my second year that that worked out. So I had my license, I had a car, but now I have a car. Now I have to pay for gas. It was like an additional expense, you know. And again, um, from my low income background, I, I, I thought, okay, like, I have to get a job now. Like I have to, I was very focused on just engaging in school and being all involved with my, my, my studies. So I thought, okay, having a part-time job, how much time will that take from the time that I would, you know, invest in my studies? And so I said, okay, well, if I can't get any type of experience that's related to my career interests by volunteering, I have to find a job that's going to get me the experience and get me the money that I need, you know? So that's when I became a after-school tutor, academic tutor. And and yeah, so I began to work a part-time job. I was still, I was, I didn't feel too guilty after all because I felt like, okay, I'm getting this experience. So this I can add to my resume, but still I felt disconnected from school. Like I felt disconnected from the student opportunities that I, all the resources that I can, you know, reach out to. And so that's when someone had actually found out that I had just started at Fresno State and they, they, they told me, they said, oh, I'm a community college student and I'm a part of this program called TRIO. Like, have you heard of TRIO? And I said, no, I haven't. She said, I'm pretty sure Fresno State has a TRIO program. You should definitely look look into that. And so I kind of went home later and I kind of ignored it for a while. But then I remembered, I was like, your struggles remind you of the help that you need to look for. So I searched up on the internet, TRIO at Fresno State, and I found the location, like the the lab school room nine at um, Fresno State. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go stop by and see what, what they have to offer. And um, they offered me an application. They were totally open about me applying, but they had to tell me that the application period was closed. So I would be put on a wait list and I would be contacted whenever the time came for me to be to attend an orientation. And so I got accepted over the summer. And it was then that I realized like, wow, this program is awesome. Like they it was through the academic success workshops that Um, a lot of the opportunities were revealed to me of like programs, resources available on campus, um, like the student cupboard, CalFresh, the health center, the all the mental health services and um, all of the programs that TRIO works with to provide services like assistance with filling out FAFSA or assistance with filling out the CalFresh application if you need help with that. So yeah, that was definitely a way that TRIO has has helped me in the long run. All right, so thank you for answering that. So I have an, also another question. Um, what are some other places or resources that you also use to help you these struggles as a first gen? Um, well, one would obviously be the TRIO program. Our counselor, Joe, he was very helpful because when I also first started um, in high school, I could just keep track of assignments like in my head, but the longer I was in college, it became like harder 
to keep track. So I was kind of missing some assignments, like forgetting to do them. Um, there was even a time where I forgot that I had an appointment with our counselor. So, um, so um, yeah, he really helped me to understand that I need to start planning my weeks and my months and keeping track of like what's due and stuff. So ever since then, I've tried to, I guess, keep up with the planner, but a planner didn't really work for me. So I have a little whiteboard that really helps. So yeah, I think Joe really helped with like to bring that into perspective that I need to be more aware of what's going on because I also did get a job my second year. So that did take up a lot of time. So I was usually working around 22 hours a week. Um, my second year, our first semester, and I was more focused on work, I guess, because I spent almost all my days there. And then I'd get home tired and obviously forget to do some work for class because I was keeping track of that in my head rather than keeping track of it like on something that's visual to me. But I feel like the program did help, you know, remind me that I need to keep track of that. And there's also tutoring services that really did help me when I was struggling in my math class that same year that I was working, because like I said, I was spending most of my days at work, most of my time at work. So the tutoring at the library really helped me understand like the concepts that I wasn't understanding in class, because in class I'd be tired, falling asleep, because I'd have to wake up early, go to work, and then go to class. So I think that also helped me. And to go back on like the job thing, the Career Development Center really helped me um, fix up my resume, my cover letter and all that. They were really helpful. You know, they proofread it and they just helped me make changes. And then I got the job. So this kind of also ties into our, our next question is, what advice do both of you have for students in like the same situations as, as you? My advice would be, just based on my personal experience, is um, to seek the support services as soon as possible, like as soon as you can early on, like sometimes due to fear of, of maybe you not liking it or you not being able to commit, you kind of avoid going out and trying it out. But I'd say it's okay to try it out. I just recommend that. So yeah, just get started and learn as you go that you're not alone and you can ask for help when you need it. I'd say sometimes it's as simple as a conversation, like the conversation I had with that girl who had suggested Trio and then moving on to submitting an application and then attending that first orientation meeting or if you want to get involved in a club or anything like that. Sometimes it's like, well, I don't know what it's going to be like. Well, just attend that first meeting and give it a try out. And then if you find out it's not for you, it's okay. It's okay. Like, you know, it's okay to find out that it's not something that's the best suit for you. Or you can even discover new interests that you didn't know were out there, you know. So sometimes it's hard when you're faced with the decision to walk away from something or to try harder. But I think TRIO was that program or that resource on campus that provided the academic, the tangible and belonging support that has contributed greatly to my student success. And for that, I'm very grateful and I'm excited to continue applying all that I have learned throughout my undergrad years as a program member, a TRIO program student to all of my future experiences. Yeah, I definitely agree with Ariana. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help because I myself was like embarrassed to like go out and seek help. So my biggest advice would be 
don't be afraid don't be embarrassed just go seek the help that you need so everything that you're doing in college will come to you easier so yeah don't be afraid to ask for help because you need the help even if you think that you don't need it because I know many first generation students like myself always have that mindset of like thinking that you don't need help that you can do it yourself you don't need any outside resources to help you on your journey when in reality like getting all the help that you can get is the most beneficial beneficial for you yeah i mean the i think the the great phrase free stuff is good stuff is a very good thing to go by in college i can't even count the number of times when some sort of like like a, on campus some sort of program was tabling and giving information and then it's like we have free x it's like huh free stuff that sounds good to me so um whether it's like free counseling or like looking over your resume or something like that just just really um things that you would never really think about in your college experience like oh yeah like i should probably write my resume and i should probably look it over and have someone look it over to see if like you know this would be acceptable to a business this kind of that that kind of stuff is is so useful to anybody um and I'm glad that you guys had, uh, in your experiences, were able to tell our audience, you know, what what's some advice that uh, you gave them, but while also telling them about programs that at Fresno State, at least that we have to offer them, um, people who may be struggling with, you know, trying to find FAFSA or uh, filling out certain forms or trying to find counseling. Um, uh, Ashley, did you have some advice actually? Yes, I also have some advice um, for anyone listening or our students listening. I also want to remind you, you know, you're, you already made that extra step and be proud of it. College is, is a whole different experience and new, but I, I promise you that it'll definitely be worth it. And, you know, like when, like Jocelyn and Ariana mentioned, don't be afraid to ask for help. You'll, you'll be surprised how many other students also feel the same way as you do. And if you like reach out to these resources, you know, or you, you, you could also find people who could also guide you along the way. So, you know, definitely just remember that if there's going to be some, some fails, right, that could be maybe failing a class and don't let that discourage you. It's part of, as part of that path to success. There's no, there's never a path where you don't fail, where you don't fall or you don't fail a class. So um, just remember that. I want you all to remember that as well. Um, you have so much potential and you're already here and that already shows a lot. Yeah. And, and I guess my final advice, because we, we're really in this episode, we're, we're talking about um, both first generation students, but also the general theme of like, you know, it's okay to ask for help for, for when you're, when you're running into problems. Um, part of being a well-functioning adult is to know and to kind of humble yourself and say, you know, I really need help with something um, because it's it's hard for any one person to do anything alone, um, especially given, you know, when you're in college, there's some parts of college that are easier and a lot of it is much harder, particularly the financial aspect of it, because, you know, you're having to balance so many, so much of your time and time is a finite resource. So, you know, be willing to ask for help and also be willing to give help with, uh, for people. So like Ariana and Jocelyn, you know, they, they went through those stages of, of having to struggle and to find out, you know, what parts suck about being in college and what parts are great. And, uh, and they, they asked for help. And now today they're, they're willing to give help to people. For some of you, our listeners, you may be some of their, uh, their mentors, but, you know, be, be willing to give help to others too. Uh, that's really the big thing that, um, that we want to impart with you guys today. 
So big thank you to all of our listeners and to our guests as well for joining us. Um, thank you so much for listening. Ariana Jocelyn, thank you so much for giving us your advice, your stories, uh, everything that'll help the people who are listening to this show. For everyone else who is listening, stay tuned for the next episode of the Dogcast. Until then, go dogs. Thank you.